loving what you do, tap dancing to work, and never permitting a dichotomy. Pablo Picasso says, never permit a dichotomy to rule your life. A dichotomy in which you hate what you do so you can have pleasure in your spare time. Look for a situation in which where your work will give you as much happiness as your spare time. Pablo Picasso. Absolutely incredible. I really love this kind of ideology of, you can sum that up, basically never permit a dichotomy. Is I can't remember exactly who says that, but never permit one area of your life. Basically, you want to have a balanced approach to your life in essence. And what permitting a dichotomy would be doing is basically hating the majority of your life. So big bird's eye view, Americans typically work 11 months out of the year and have four months vacation. Now, if you hate your work and all you do is look forward to your spare time or the vacation time, you're 100% permitting a dichotomy. And it's interesting because when you travel, I was just you know traveling around a couple different countries in Europe in 20, late 2019. And what's interesting is their system is basically set up where they have more time than Americans do, but it's the same basic system. So they, they basically say, you know, you Americans don't know what you're doing, or they kind of laugh and think we're like hustling and never get time to relax. But really, you're comparing apples with oranges. Like you're comparing something that's kind of a broken system to something that's just a little less broken. It's still broken. And what's interesting is these bolty systems are going completely against this quote by Pablo Picasso. And, you know, he specifically says never to permit a dichotomy to rule your life where you hate what you do so you can have pleasure in your spare time. Terrible way to live life. And it's interesting because this kind of way of thinking about life was just introduced kind of in the industrial um, postmodernist era where you started working for a huge organization and usually you'd you'd be put into kind of a factory worker type job and you probably don't have a ton of passion about it. And that's kind of where this started is they'd get you locked into something where you would have trouble leaving. You know, they'd add on benefits, they'd add on bonuses, incentives to stay at working in a corporation. And this kind of pulls you into a dichotomy. Now, obviously, nothing is black and white. There are some people that are perfectly fit to work in an organization. That's not at all what I'm saying. I am just saying you never want to permit a dichotomy to rule your life in which you love your free time, but you hate your work because the majority of your life will be spent on your work. So if you don't want to hate your life, you should take a step back and think about this. This is really, really important. And it's one of those things where it's like compound interest when you invest. The earlier you do it, you know, there's that quote that says the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago. And it holds very, very true with this. You know, if, if you're 25 and you, you know, you're like, oh, I'm looking for a job, you get a job, you think you're going to be there for a year, turns into two years, turns into five years, turns into 10 years. Now they've got you locked in basically for life. If you took that time to just take a step back, go, hmm, let me think about me now, me in the past, what I've kind of been around the things, what are some of my skills? Now, take these data points and go, okay, 
projecting into the future, do I see myself as being happy tap dancing to work, having this tap dance effect, which we'll go into later? And do I, would I really love what I'm doing or would I be permitting a dichotomy to rule my life where I hate what I do for work so I can have pleasure in my free time? You don't want to live that way. That's not a good way to live. And I think a lot of people live this way. It's important to recognize this concept and be able to adapt, evolve, and push out of it. And back to this tap dancing to work, you know, Warren Buffett talks about this. You know, he basically says, I'm, I can't remember the exact time he said this. I think it was at a, a speech he did or a uh, talk he did in front of a large group where he said something along the lines of, I'm 87 years old and every day I wake up and I tap dance to work. What that's saying is he loves what he does. He doesn't permit a dichotomy to rule his life. And there's very few people that can do this correctly. I really think, you know, you can do this working for a corporation, but especially in the modern world, like as long as you don't get caught up in the wrong things, which is very easy to get caught up in the wrong things. So it takes a lot of work to focus. You know, that's kind of some things that I'm working through currently. Focus and aim your life in a direction where not only you're pursuing what is meaningful, not what is expedient, but you are not permitting a dichotomy to rule your life in which you hate what you do. You want to make them kind of seamless. You want to have an integrated life. And this is where, you know, if you've, I'm assuming you probably know what who the Amish are. They're a community of people that live. They're not Luddites. They we're not going to dive super deep into it, but basically, you know, Jared Diamond, who wrote Guns, Germs, and Steel, actually did a study on the Amish and came out basically that said the Amish have one-fifth of the depression of those living in the modern world. And what I was trying to say about the Amish is you don't need to go into the details, but basically they live without technology. They live without most things that we have in the modern world. They basically live in communities. They have a really good setup as far as, you know, Dunbar's 150, that 150 number where you have the relationships, that kind of interweb of people you should know. And they they have this setup very, very well and kind of an integrated lifestyle where their work and their life, you can't really tell the difference. And some people think they would hate this, but you're permitting a dichotomy in that way. You know, you're not really aiming for a balanced, integrated life if you completely separate two things, that's just permitting a dichotomy in your life. And the interesting thing is, back to this vacation thing, is the Amish don't even have a word for vacation. So the Amish basically have their own, it's kind of like a German, uh, like a dialect of German, and they don't even have a word for vacation. They really see things as the same. And since they have much happier people, it's kind of interesting to take a look at this concept and apply it to the Amish and be like, they're not permitting a dichotomy. They are not doing what they hate so they can have pleasure in their spare time. No, no, no. They have an integrated life. They found a situation in which they could work and have happiness, just as much happiness as their spare time. And it's so interesting with them because they live on these farms and communities where they're basically, like I said, it's all integrated. And, you know, a life built around 
a vacation is not really life at all. What it, so you that's such a bad way to live. And I think we're kind of hopefully transitioning out and kind of realizing our own mortality with this understanding that we live in kind of this warped mindset world where we think that going on a vacation is like a huge thing where if that's what your whole thing is leading up to, what kind of life is that? Ask people that are going from a vacation on a month what they do. Usually it's not interesting. The people that have massive impact integrate. The real people with, like I said, massive impact, they're at least part of what they're doing is their life's purpose or life's goal because they have had the opportunity to integrate these together. It's usually people with low impact that do these one-month vacations where they completely hate what they do, so they completely cut it off. No, 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 no. You should really want to have at least a drip of it a day. And I've kind of struggled with that is, you know, if there's days in your life where you get zero done, there's zero progress onto where you want to go, you need to seriously reevaluate where what you're where you are what you're doing and why that happened because the either there's something psychologically wrong or you're not driven enough your life's purpose and mission doesn't drive you enough so you need to reevaluate some things and you know never do what you love for work this is an interesting concept never do what you love do what you like because what you love and and again not black and white but there's a ton of research backing this Doing what you like, you you will show up every day, you'll tap dance to work. But if you do what you love, after it becomes a job, quote unquote, after it becomes a routine, you will no longer love it. So it's just, that's kind of an interesting concept I'll close with. If you want to hear more on this, just shoot us an email. Uh, our email's in the description, just Modern Academy. And thank you very much for listening. This is an interesting concept. I'd really like to hear your thoughts on this. You can send us voice messages to the modern academy or just leave us a review tell us what you thought about this podcast always love uh critical you know constructive criticism and just to help us keep building on this again thank you very much for listening please leave us a review and subscribe till the next one